While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. And my sound engineer and my co-host decided to pick up her microphone and place it on her knee in the middle of my intro. And this is why I can't work with amateurs, folks, right here. Why don't you set it somewhere solid? Well, I'm trying, Everyone can hear your folly. I know, I'm trying. Sound travels. She's like that four-year-old that tries to like steal a potato chip from the Lay's bag in the <laughs> middle of the night and doesn't understand that we can hear the crinkle of the paper. Or remember when we were at the concert and I ate the loudest potato chip ever? <laughs> loudest potato chip ever. It was like she had inserted surround sound in her molars. It was like one of the kettle chips, though, and they're so hard. And I was, It was then, like a sea salt... And cracked black pepper so kettle chip. But I like did one crunch and then I was just like, shit. And so then I just let it sit in my mouth. like And, and dissolve <laughs> <dissolved>. slowly. <laughs> and the sound engineer came over and lightly tapped on the shoulder. Man, we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> oh, they didn't, you can't they take didn't, me anywhere. They didn't want to take the potato chips from her. They could tell from the gleam in her eye that she wasn't going to part with them. <laughs> Actually, right now, just can check in with your feelings. I am totally craving a kettle potato chip I mean, right it now. sounds phenomenal. I Imagine if we had a bowl of them right here and the ASMR that would just explode into the microphone. You know what? We need to get back to Snack Plate. Snack Plate was we living our best We always had a lives. Snack Plate, yeah. yeah. And then I think what happened is I took the Snack Plate and I turned it into ASMR and you, you know, in an effort to save the podcast, removed that temptation <laughs> from me. Although I, I find a way to sneak in my ASMR. I know you do. Because I'm I'm sneaky. It's good. It's good. And sometimes when I'm alone and I'm pouring myself like a Coke and ice or whatever, I listen to the ASMR and I enjoy it for myself and myself alone. That's right. And I think, screw them. <laughs> screw them if they don't want to have a fifth sensory experience when they're listening to Live Love Lab with Drether. Right. And I mean, remember, we are now doing, we're asking ourselves every day, what can I do to make my life better today? Yeah, it's called putting yourself on the self-care list, folks. (laughs) It's been a hot minute since I've tried. Well, it's, you know, it's been a great week. Wouldn't you agree? It's an exciting time. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It's also Tuesday midday. Well, I'm... (laughs) So I think that we're a little premature on... It's been one heck of a week. I'm talking about from last Wednesday to when this podcast is being released, which is Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Well, TV TV magic (laughs) folks are recording it on Tuesday. Um, Do you remember what Wimpy's slogan was from Popeye? Wimpy? Yeah, Wimpy. Wasn't Wimpy the, I'll oh. gladly pay you Tuesday. I don't remember. For a hamburger today. Did oh. you ever see Popeye? Yeah, or of read course the I did. Popeye? Yeah, I did. Okay, well, Wimpy was the um, apple body type. Uh-huh. With I know. the mustache. I know. You can picture Wimpy. I know. And he'd have the little bowler cap, similar to someone like Mr. Toppenotes. Top oh, notes for the board. Top of the morning. To top you. of the morning to you, sir. And he would say, I glad, "I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today," which was a layaway plan for a burger. You know what was the Beauty Lab tab of the Popeye world? It was Beauty Lab. <laughs> and that's how I got the idea of Beauty Lab. Tab. I thought I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a mini lump lip, mini lip plump today. That's kind of a tongue twister. It is. 
Um, but it has been one heck of a week. I know. Even though it's only Tuesday midday. But this week, it's the week of bitches and a- bros. And bros. Two premieres in one week, folks. And I'm not talking one week like her week that's Wednesday to Tuesday. Okay, I'm talking a normal calendar week that starts on a Sunday and finishes on a Saturday. Actually, even Monday to Sunday, however you want to count it. But this week, we have two premieres. We have the Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yep, a that's right. The new season. juggernaut of a TV show that I happen to have a small supplementary role in. <laughs> and then Bros, yep. which is the premiere of, and I'm going to pause for effect, the first mainstream gay romantic comedy ever. Yeah. Like real, like we're not talking indie film people. No, we're talking, we're talking slapstick, cameo, superstar cameos. Yeah. Um, I said it was a groundbreaking, heartwarming, laugh out loud funny film. Yes, it was so funny. I laughed my head off. It was so funny. We la- we did. We I also did some terror clutches on your arm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that would be the groundbreaking part. <laughs> we can like, I mean, we could break it up into chunks, but like the groundbreaking part would be when I did the terror clutch on your yes, arm. When, yes. When you are forced to confront your own implicit bias that you do not believe you have. Absolutely. Until yeah. you're sitting in a theater with your 14-year-old daughter <laughs> and your 16-year-old daughter and there is a... Group gay sex scene, and you terror clutch <laughs> your friend's arm and say, Close your eyes, girls. Because you know they know it exists, but if it's shocking you, you, you just multiply it by a thousand for your children. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you think about it though, like this is the first time that we are seeing anything like this, right? It, well, in a way that's not. Uh, in a way that's palatable. Right. I mean, for lack of a better word, in a way that's like, you know, large buttered popcorn, Twizzlers, mm-hmm. have a laugh, mm-hmm. you know, have a sex scene, have a fight scene, have a makeup. I mean, this is mainstream media. This totally. is a gay romantic comedy. It follows the script. This is when Harry met Sally, but it's Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane. Yeah. And I mean, like, it was the same... Um producers right or the is it the same director it's the same producer, producer as, and director as bridesmaids yeah, train, train wreck, wreck yeah judd apatow was the producer and, that's right um, nicholas yeah. stoller was the director and you know they yeah they know the format so they, funny they could and they didn't take any cheap there were no cheap laughs no and there was heartfelt humor like there was touching moments yep. of it was very profundity. very sweet yeah Absolutely. In, in fact, I was talking with Sam. Well, because can we say that you hosted a premiere, right? Like a kind of a yeah, sneak it was, preview. It was a, yeah, it was a private screening. Yeah, okay, a private screening. For the VIPs of Holiday Utah That's that came right. to Cinema 6. That's right. And I was talking with Sam about it the next morning because she was there. And I was like, did you love it? And she was like, I loved it. She was like, it totally got like the hopeless romantic in me. And I, lo- I was like, okay, same. Because yeah. me too, I, it made me want to like... Just like give someone a squeeze, you know, it was like so sweet. Yes, very sweet. Total hopeless romantic. Totally romantic. It was like very touching. And fairy tale of, you know, like it's hard to put it. I'm trying to put it into like a queer perspective, but it's like fairy tale of a quiet, shy boy gets hunk. You know what I mean? Totally. You know, kind of. Or like quirky. He's because he's not shy. No, he's not shy. Quirky. Quirky cerebral gets brawny and beautiful. Yep. Totally. 
Even though Billy Eichner plays down his looks, probably Absolutely. because it works for him to be more of the underdog. Right. But he could bro it up. Hundo P. With yes. the jawline and the scruff and all of it. I'm just not buying the, I'm just a cerebral guy anymore. Uh-uh. No. But it worked for the He's movie. A bro. It worked for the movie. <laughs> it did work. It was great. It was so funny. I really laughed so hard and I cannot wait for it all of the people that I know to watch it. Well, it's got it's not without controversy. A few um they're calling them homophobes have come out, you know, with negative uh constructs, but like a lot of people are absolutely loving it and mm-hmm. it opens in theaters on Friday, but I understand a lot of people being shocked by it because I do think it is crossing boundaries and barriers that we haven't seen uh presented to us like this before, and that's coming from someone who, you know, is striving every day to be an ally to the queer community and Mm -hmm. to understand and overcome like all of my ingrained biases and implicit biases. But like, I never wanted to be the mom that had like beer in the fridge and condoms in the junk drawer. You know, like I want to be the mom that's like, you better make sure you have mouthwash certs and a a (laughs) pit stop at a bathroom to brush your teeth because she's going to be smelling your breath and checking your phone and policing you like the juvenile detention center will be when you get in trouble absolutely yes. you know I'm just yes. preempting it yes and so it was weird for me to be sitting in that theater hosting the private screening uh-huh and inviting my daughters who you know in hindsight like it was rated r it's for 17 and older yes yes but I'm you know now that I'm living in this world of anarchy with no rules no regulations no guideline no handbook to follow yeah I was like, what a wonderful opportunity to share with my kids, you know, yeah. like a fun experience, like bring your friends, come. And so they did. Mm-hmm. And I was, I would say 85% overwhelmed with like gratitude and pride and joy that I was there in that moment watching this film, that this was all happening and that my children were with me and my closest friends. Yeah. But at the same time, I could also see myself on a totally different tra- trajectory where I would have never gone to the movie, said good for them. I'm glad they're, you know, producing Absolutely. mainstream media, but not for me or mine mm-hmm. and sheltered them and just been at home doing homework on a, you know, Thursday night or Tuesday night, whatever, versus, you know, at a film, like, absolutely breaking boundaries. Yeah, totally. Watching, you know, group sex in a funny way. I'm probably not going to recommend the movie to, like, my dad or even, like, my mom. You know, like, it's, I think, and I still am very Mormon in many ways, and... I think I'm still getting used to watching rated R movies in the first place, which is crazy. <laughs> I know, but um, I think it, it might be a little jarring for people who aren't used to seeing any kind of sex scene on TV or right. in a movie, you know, because it like it, they, it was they were definitely true to life. Like, yeah, the, it, was a, the, it was an accurate representation experience. in a funny, mm-hmm. like, you know, great <clears throat> way. But I think there's two things that play into that shock factor is one is that we're not really accustomed to seeing movies mm-hmm. pandemic wiped I, movie yeah. going out this was the first movie that i theater that i have sat in and watched a movie since i want to say what was the greatest showman really <laughs> like what came after that of like for I, I don't go to movies heather i i mean i'm a movie goer but streaming media has changed yeah. my life and so Same. i just I, did, I didn't ever get to see top gun maverick oh, on I the d- big I screen saw, I saw which that. i think really was the first 
thing that got people over the hump yes. to go back into the theater and start yes. watching films. And so, I mean, I was thrilled to have all of my snacks, my raisinettes, oh. my raisinettes drink, my the buttered, best. Oh, the best, the my best. buttered popcorn. I mean, mm-hmm. it with the recliner seats, like I was thrilled to be in my element of the theater, but I've forgotten what it's like to watch movies with an audience and mm-hmm. with people around you. It's completely different than watching it on a laptop in your room. Nothing embarrasses me. I watched blue as the warmest color. It has like a 12-minute true-to-life lesbian sex scene. And I just watched it like while I was like, you like know, folding exfoli- laundry. Yeah, <laughs> folding laundry and exfoliating my heels. Like, because you're in the privacy of your own room. Totally, you're not yeah. like listening to other people laughing. You're not hearing the energy shift in any way or feeling that energy shift sure, in any way. And it's I a totally different thing agree. in a theater. Yes, yes. And it's a different thing when your kids are within a 200 mile radius, completely. honestly. Yeah, completely. I say 200 miles because I'm not exaggerating. Like if my kids are within 200 miles, I feel like they're watching me. <laughs> I just do. They know. They're like, they're they're like, like Siri, Santa Claus. Siri and Alexa. Yes. <laughs> I know. My only complaint about the whole night at all. Well, first of all, I always forget that like the seats are like amazing and like recliners and that there's like literally like six to a row and that's it. It's, Do you remember like the old days? Like I that's how I still picture a movie theater and then every time it's like a surprise and delight like, every time. Where your feet would fall asleep and yeah. you could never super get comfortable and totally. like you were next to like some weird man. You had to make sure his arm didn't like dangle over on Absolutely. the other side of the chair. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like they have like these like lovers couches, but you can also be totally autonomous and like you have your own little tray. It's amazing. But anyway, my only complaint is that they had pre-portioned the popcorn and like I feel like movie popcorn is like a hot button issue for a lot of people. And it is for me because I like the layered butter. Okay. And I like the like the extra, like not just the butter that it's that the popcorn is popped in. You like I it. I want the the like hydrogenated yeah. oil the, sauce. The pump yeah. of butter on every layer and of I want it hot layered. curdled corn. Okay. I totally want I layered. Support and that. I support that. I would never I, deny you that. I pay extra to do that at my I local just demand movie theater. It. And I look, when, if they ask me to pay extra, I just say, you pay extra. <laughs> But you know, I'm not Heather Gay. I don't have the kind of, you know, like currency. And then then I walk off glad that they don't have my 50 cents for extra butter. (laughs) But that was my only thing is when I saw it was pre-portioned, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I'm not going to get my extra butter. I have a special technique too. And I found that with the pre-portioned popcorn, I had to work past my initial, uh, you know, the top layer wasn't great because it's been sitting out. Yep. All of the hydrogenated oil and salt mm-hmm. has floated down but once I worked through and persevered with my pioneer grit and got past that top crust layer yeah I did find some nuggets some that had even been like a little bit like chewy because they were saturated <gasps> with the oil I that, know, oh, I like know, I want I to go to the movie theater right now and buy I know, that I know. popcorn it, it brought better. me back to popcorn it brought me back to raisinets yeah but, oh same I had not had raisinets in a long time and I was like kind of embarrassed when I grabbed it because I you do I feel like kind of old yeah when I eat it it's like but a then tiny pre and robed in chocolate and I think like even Casey was like really raisinettes and then I'm like and then I gave him some when we sat down and I was like tell me that I'm wrong right and he was like can't can't tell you you're wrong and then those people that are buying the bags of chocolate covered cherries and blueberries your body and your tongue can't tell the difference between a cheap ass raisinette and an organic harvested blueberry I promise you you eat about six or seven handfuls your tongue nope. just can't decipher. You're good. You're good. It, yeah, it might. It could be honestly. It could be like a little bit of cotton at that point if it's enrobed in that chocolate, <laughs> and you will eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> we used to have raisinets back there, but now we do I the know. almonds. But almonds, 
get deep into you know my I know deep pocketed gums. I know, same. But not that you know it. I'm. An, hey Sam, if you're listening to this podcast, can we order some um, chocolate covered raisins, please? Let me rephrase that. We don't ask with a can. We say, "Will you order some raisinets?" And while you're at it. I think we should have a hot popcorn popping machine back there. You know how I don't like the smell of food wafting through the clinic? Yeah. How about some hot buttered popcorn with your You would die. I was just going to say, I'm like club. Heather Gay. How about you? when you're getting ready to laser your labia, <laughs> you smell boop, 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 pop, pop, buttered popcorn. I feel like there's like a lot of funny like behind the scenes things about Beauty Lab that it's like that, you know, like the little dumb things. That people don't know. That, that people that don't know. That like, that like. Zhao is we love Zhao, the food the restaurant, but it is banned from being eaten at Beauty Lab. They say banned like I'm some sort of angry dictator, which I am. No, listen, it's a policy. (laughs) We believe that protocols save lives. If we create policies around the things that we have issues with, then it takes the emotion out of it and it answers all of our questions. Yes. You know, it's the Mormons in us. We want a we want answers. We We want want a handbook. Yeah. You know? And so um, We want a binary law to follow. We absolutely do. And so the law at Beauty Lab is that you don't order or eat Zao at Beauty Lab. You Just, do not bring Zao in. No. Nope. You do not DoorDash it nope. too. And if you uh, eat it in your car, you take a lap. Yeah. Before you come into the building. Absolutely. And what does that do to preserve our business, Trey? Well, it uh, definitely protects the business, like the actual physical location, from smelling like a restaurant. Perfect. Yes. And, uh, you know, therefore also adding to the experience of our clients that they are in a medical facility. Right. I mean, they already have like me and Dre running it. And then they start smelling zow wafting from behind like a little chili uh, garlic sauce. Who's who's the uh, biggest offender? It was Bryn in the back in the day for yeah. the Zao. But now, but, I beat but that not, out not of her. Zao, but like now current day. Oh, with the you know what? They are sneaky now. They are sneaky. But I'll tell you right now, any one of those bitches that are on a meal plan and they have their vegetables <laughs> in the Tupperware or like salmon. I'm on a meal plan. I don't. You know what? Your meal plans can be eating three squares in your apartment because you're never coming back to work. That's funny because I was going to say Weston. Weston's I know Weston terrible. also listens to the podcast, so Weston, I'm calling you out yeah. again. Yeah, Weston, not only do you are you bringing your packed from home lunches <laughs> that you're heating up, what, what was it, broccoli the other night, Brussels sprouts, and some, what is that, uh, Wiener schnitzel? <laughs> some breaded, uh, breaded sausage. But also, a couple of the estheticians have been complaining about the crusty yogurt corners of your mouth. You know, the crusty dry yogurt. I'm just kidding. You guys, I'm saying that as a joke because Weston does not have crusty yogurt in the corners of his mouth. He is the hottest injector we have here. Mm-hmm. And in about two weeks, when I get done, I'm going to have this reel that's going to knock your socks off with him performing the neck and neck. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the neck and neck, although it sounds sexy, let me assure you, it is not. (laughs) It is uh, this magical process of radius to help me with my the lines in my neck and just the flab of my neck and the goose turkey neck, all of my neck things. Yeah. Gravity takes over as we get older. Yeah. And also because I'm so thin, there's just a lot of, you know, dangling skin. skin. It's the loose skin. All my radical weight loss just creates for an environment that needs, you know, the neck and neck from yep. Weston. Needs a little lift. But Weston is an offender of the foods. I will say anyone that does 
the well i feel like boom was the problem in the beginning because he would order the hot pockets and the burritos <laughs> that's right and the and then but it's not those aren't always as offensive as like the freaking buckwheat protein pancakes you know well, with some sort of weird do you remember when reagan or like bought like 15 boxes and our entire freezer was full of those is that who bought those? it was reagan uh-huh I thought there was a coupon or something. So no, I did he not went understand. to a training in like LA or something. And the practice that he trained at, because oh, so Reagan, one of our injectors, he also trains for the companies that make lip filler and trains the other injectors how to do it because only we do it the best. Yes, that's true. A little plug for the biz biz. And, uh, and the Reagan, lips by Reagan. He was like, this is a novel idea that they have these waffles. Little did he know, I think that that, that company, that Kodiak... Kodiak Cakes is a Utah company. Yeah, I used to play. Uh, what's her face? I can't think of her name right now. It's, uh, it starts with a C. She, they're they were on our soccer team. Oh no way! Yeah, small world. Small but we didn't city. microwave pancakes before games. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Or make those muffins and the little things that fill up the whole. The blueberry ones are the worst. It just they smells. smell the yeah, whole, and they they're don't. probably totally delicious. But I don't want to get. Are. I don't want to smell burning flesh and blueberry muffin pancake mix. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. We are a medical facility. And if you need to eat a Hot Pocket Boom, <laughs> do that on your own time. So at the second location, I don't even want a microwave. And everyone's like panicking. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? You can go six to eight hours without microwaving something. <laughs> Bring yourself a go-go maybe, squeeze. Maybe we need a hot water spigot so that they can heat their, their uh, like cup, cup of noodles. noodles. smells too. Yeah. Oh, you think? Yeah. I can't smell cup Let's of give them an hour to go take a break and have their sack lunch at a park or something. Yeah, all right. What go does home. the hospital do? Well, they have a cafeteria. Okay. Well, our third location. <laughs> we'll consider that. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. So that's a little tidbit behind the scenes. The food war uh, going on the over food, here. It's always going on because I have sensory perception disorder and I can smell... A microwave burrito from about three days ago. So be careful. <laughs> Tread softly, beauty lovers, when you come in. I remember once I sat down for a drill team thing with my friend who, if she listens, will know it's her. And she was she was such a phenomenal homemaker, like cooked from scratch everything, like yeah. had her own. Do you remember um, Eat a Burger Spicy Fries? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, she had her own spicy like fry in a Tupperware thing it, that yeah. like she gave me as a Christmas gift it's I used it for like six years no I way. loved it so much so yeah just this and she came and sat next to me once and like I couldn't even concentrate on the practice because she I was like have you been cooking I asked her all these mean invasive questions because I was my brain couldn't handle that I was sitting in a you know like an auditorium on a riser watching a drill team performance, but it smelled like I was a Geppetto's pizzeria <laughs> because she was sitting next to me, but she might as well have been like a simmering nine inch saucepan of like garlic, <laughs> onions, and oregano. Yeah. And like, I couldn't help but just like, you know, when it's right there, I just, I was like, were you cooking? Like asking, and she was like, yeah, I was cooking dinner like a normal person does. And I'm like, Huh. What was it? <laughs> what were you cooking? Because I can smell it. Oh, you can? Like what? Like on my hair? I'm like, everything. Basically, have you seen Snoopy peanuts? You're like pig pen in a cloud of smell. And I like think about that now because she left her kitchen, got in her car, walked outside, parked her car, walked outside, uh-huh. walked into a coliseum. Like the last thing she thought is that she would have kept that smell with her. But some some things permeate, like garlic and onion does. Like campfire, same thing. Like campfire, like same thing. Like you can thing. wash your hair. Like I had to wash my hair like three times 
after taking my kids camping before I didn't smell campfire. Oh my, I, I mean, I can smell, I pee campfire for about six weeks yeah. after. Yeah, it's rough. It's really so rough. So there are some things I think, but that is funny. I just makes me self-conscious now. So I just, you know what I decided right then and there, kids, is I was going to stop cooking for my kids entirely. (laughs) I wasn't going to risk it. Rushing out the door to go watch the drill team and offending Uh other... I wasn't offended, but I was hungry, which in a way is an offense if you're me. (laughs) How about when the waitress today at lunch, we were at a business business lunch. We're business women. They had a business women special. (laughs) And... The waitress was not satisfied with the amount of food that I'd eaten. No, she was like, like low key mad at you. About yeah, she it. she questioned me, and then when I chat, when I said, "Oh, I had plenty. I'm full." No, you didn't. Like, challenge totally. was like, "Well, did did you not like it?" And like, it doesn't look like you ate anything. Look at your salad. I'm like, well, you brought it to me three hours ago before anyone else had food. Um, no, Plus, it's just we just got talking. Yeah, and like, we were having yeah. fun. And then and I made some joke like, I'm just watching my figure, Nancy. How about that? That shut her up. Well, I feel like that was an interesting lunch experience. Yes. Like the service, service industry, industry is dead. Is so, so weird now. It is so weird. We offended this restaurant by showing up. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I know. Like, we seriously. offended them and we annoyed them by ordering an appetizer remember when she came and slammed the the plates down oh it's, and then it remember couldn't find a fork and then she's like oh it's just stuck over here and then picked it up off a different plate and flung it over remember at bold when that server would like like with the coffee when you asked for coffee yes <laughs> what similar is experience that was so humiliating you have to tell it okay so we were at the mind body bold conference we had such a fun phenomenal time but we were at this private breakfast press breakfast and i um when i got there late i can say it not even late though they told us the wrong time well there was a little bit but you know but in in my wonderful handler's defense like it was just that i was the last one seated and everyone that had been there prior had already been served their food but that wasn't my fault but it was self i was self-conscious so the waiter walks up to me and I'm in the middle of a person's speech and says, can I get you something? And I'm not sure I'd like to see the full menu. Yeah, like, let me, what do I'm you have? have can you, what do you have in terms of jams and jellies? Yeah. Like, what am I, what I'm like whispering. And so I just whispered like, um, I'll just have a coffee because I didn't want to be, you know, without anything to fin- fumble around totally. and like Totally, it's just with. easy, yeah. What's one a and fidget done. with, yeah, yeah. But, and so I whispered it thinking he would like scurry away and bring back a coffee. Or if he, if there was a coffee in within hand's reach, he would have whispered, help yourself. It's right on the table. Yeah. Point it out. Yeah. Instead, he asked me the question. I whispered that to him. He did a half circle turn right behind me onto the other side of me, which was now in complete view of the speaker. So now he was with his body was like <laughs> blocking the speaker, reached his arm across my place setting to grab another person's cup that had been unused and slide it like six inches in front of me and just plunk it down like plunk right in front of me. And then he reaches over, not moving, still blocking the speaker, but now to the right of him, to the end of the table where he picks up a carafe of coffee and clunks it down right in front of me. <laughs> like, serve yourself. Like, yeah. Like, he could have motioned to it. He could have, and it was so embarrassing. And I just like looked up over my shoulder like, thank you. Of course, no sugar, no cream. And I'm like, I will drink this black coffee. I will choke Did it you down. really? No, I waited until the end. And then when there was like a moment of levity and laughter and the, the speaker had, you know, flipped to somebody else, I 
pretended to be like asking a question, but I really was reaching across the table to get the sugar. <laughs> now tell me again. What? Was, okay. Oh, wonderful. And then you slide it back. That's perfect. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you walk in, you're a little flustered because you realize that people have started. You're not surveying the table to see where the coffee is. And it was a business thing. And I don't want to be the housewife that shows up like in full glam, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely not. And so I was speaking right after. So I came in full glam. Everyone was in like their yogas and their tanks. Oh my. Yeah. Uh. And so, I mean, that would have been a way easy, like there are so many things that that server could have, like he could have handled it differently of like. He could have just put a coffee in front of me and poured it if he needed a little attention. Or, or it just like, oh, it's just right there. Like you said, you know, but the dramatic two-step dance and choreography. (laughs) That's so good. So good. I mean, he hated me. He was seething. Oh, my gosh. I should have said to him, I'd like an omelet with onions. And what do you have cheese-wise? Provolone, mozzarella, yeah. Asiago. Do you have one of those Asiago bagels? You don't? Could you find one for me? Hustle one up for me. Oh, that my was gosh. A, yeah. But servers lately, they're letting us know how they feel. And we still over-tip them because we are who we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you tip based on the level of service? No. Yeah, nor do I. I always just do like a percentage. I always do what will keep them from saying she's a cheap asshole when they go in the back room. That's what my barometer, that's my calculator. Totally. I just times it by that. You know, I learned it in algebra. It's just the variable. Uh Uh-huh. And you can kind of tell with each server what it's going to take. If it's like, this is a weird little thing though. Because I worked in the restaurant industry for so long, I often am served by people that I have worked with before. Wow. Have you ever been with me when... Do you just feel like... Believe it or not, I'm walking <laughs> no, on air. But, but you never like, thought I could look this good. But it's you can make such good money. If I did not have this job, I would absolutely go back to serving. I loved it. Well, give it time, I Dre. It. Give it time. <laughs> but I think there's like a lot of career servers, you know, yeah. because, especially in like Park City and, uh, because you really can make so much money. Um, but I always tip really, really good when it's my friends. Yeah. That's what see, I'm saying. Yeah. You know? So servers should make friends with us then. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I can't take any more friends. Oh, well, I think you're going to have a lot more friends after tomorrow. You do? Yes. Tomorrow is the bitches part of the bitches and bros broadcast. It is, well, we shouldn't say it's going to air. So it's Wednesday. Yeah, so today, you guys, if you were listening to this today when it is released. Hump day. Tonight, you will be seeing Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Season 3 premiere. And where I described bros as... The movie Bros as groundbreaking, heartwarming, and laugh out loud funny. I would describe the bitches of Salt Lake City in the same way. We're groundbreaking. Absolutely. Yep. We are heartwarming. Mm-hmm. There's some tears shed. Yep. Of course. All, always. Always humiliating. And we are also laugh out loud funny. Yes. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Well, I cannot wait to watch. I can't wait to watch yeah. the, the first episode. But do you remember sitting on that airplane? on the way to the reunion and watching the last few episodes of season two and we were like like cackling like we had the whole first class uh they were so dying they hated us but we were because we were had headphones in but we were laughing out loud we could not help it though it was so funny well i hope this season's that funny i know season two was so so good funny it was so good and you had so much fun season two. Season three is going to be different. Just yeah. like as far as like from my standpoint, obviously I haven't seen it, but like spoiler alert, but like <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything, but just from 
watching you live it, it was a have, different experience. I didn't experience. have a fun season. It was a hard season. It was for a me. different experience for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I am really excited from the from the teasers I've seen. Yes. I think it looks so glam. Well, well, I think I mean I think the big reveal that uh, that I'm excited for the audience to see that they haven't really gotten to hear about me is that I'm I'm Mormon, folks. <laughs> And I, I talk about it this season. You know, I've been reluctant to talk about my You've Mormon been real history. Tight-lipped about it. I don't like to bring it up. You know, I don't like it to be my entire storyline. But season three, I really leaned in, and it's pretty much about me being Mormon and me leaving Mormonism, and me uh, forging a new path with Dre. I'm just kidding, but I mean, it doesn't go away, folks. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Clench your teeth. Mormonism bear is down. So hot right now. Mormonism is. It's so hot right now. Once, once I'm fully excommunicated, we can bury that horse in the ground. You're not gonna get exed. You, mm. you won't. I don't think you will. Well, I think there's. Um, we ad- Whitney addresses that a little bit in in the first episode, which I think will be interesting to watch. Okay. Which is such a full a far cry from where we were when we went to the season the reunion season one. When I was kind of in the hot seat for having even said the word excommunication, it just shows right. how much yeah. growth, yeah. you know, because that was upsetting back then. And now it's like, she's celebrating it, you know, yeah. it's crazy how quickly we can evolve and change. And I feel like I'm on that same trajectory, Yeah, you know, like every day I have new things that I'm comfortable saying. Yeah. Well, because we have new insights and, you know, a level of, it, it takes us a minute to get used to things, you know, that aren't quite comfortable. Like. The last group sex scene in Bros didn't even phase me. Yeah, by the time we saw how it goes down, we understand. I was like, foursome, pff, no, no big deal. No big deal. It's true. You get conditioned really quickly. In fact, I'm not even going to tell that this story, but when I was at the dentist this morning, they had to uh, remove this little thing on my tooth and they only had to remove it for like one second then they put it back and already my body was like no we don't want it back because your body just adapts so quickly you know to self-healing and change and acclimation and you you sense that with this season I think people are um just you know feeling themselves kind of like a lot of people really reveal themselves you know which is good like it's it's hard to keep it all under wraps you know and like I think that that's going to be fun for the viewers to watch. I hope it's laugh out loud funny. I certainly laughed out loud at some points, didn't I? Mostly with Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I think the season might be a little heavier, to be honest. But uh, that's just from me as an outsider watching your life. That's all. That has TBH. nothing to do. doesn't have anything to do with cameras or anything like that. Like, So I, I could be totally wrong. It, yeah. It might be absolutely hilarious and I know that you guys always do have fun especially when you're like on your trips and like it's just you guys right it seems like you always come away from those being like holy shit I've never laughed so hard yeah there's it's it's the best of times it's the worst of times Charles Dickens really had it right kids why am I saying kids so much on this podcast I don't know it's fine like I said we're all changing we're all on a journey of <laughs> discovering who we are. We're growing and changing. Um, yeah, so the premiere is going to be great, and I hope a lot of people watch it. I hope that it is polarizing and con- conversation starting and funny and heartwarming and groundbreaking and laugh out loud funny. People are going to love it. They're going to love it. I don't know my tagline yet. You don't? No. We never know. Well, some people might know. I never know. Wait, so you're not going to know until tomorrow? Yeah, until it premieres. Or until tonight? I until mean, tonight, wink, when, wink. when it premieres, I'll find out. 
shut yeah. up. I had some funny ones that they had me do into the speaker, but I don't know. You just never know which one they're going to pick. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm just a product. Ah, okay. I'm way excited. I know. I can't wait. Well, what are you most excited for for tomorrow for the, or I'm sorry, for tonight for the premiere? Um, well, I'm excited just to kind of look at how it started and where we are now. Um, I'm excited to see how people respond to the changing dynamics that have been kind of clear in social media. I think people have been, you know, using social media as like warfare. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think that that'll be interesting to see that play out. Um, I think it's always interesting to pick back up with all the ladies and see where they are. We had a bombshell reunion last year. Like that was heavy, heavy, heavy. Remember you were at dinner with us right afterward. Grace (laughs) there for all of it, guys. She's a vault of information. That I will never tell. I've had some people ask me and I'm like, nope. Nope. Yeah, she does know I signed an NDA, so. And she's loyal to me. It's not just legal. (laughs) She's of... The last loyal sounding. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it'll be fun. I just like the fact that I'm excited for everyone to see where everyone's picked up and to be reinvited back into our little insular world where the drama is as high as the altitude, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And to see Utah, because it really, I forget how beautiful our state is until I see it back on the things and you know that I only can watch it once and I have to commit it all to memory because it's too ick factor cringy for me to watch myself like I, I just cannot do so it funny. I love watching it with you though so like we I know have we'll to watch, watch it, it together together I'm going to a, a little dinner um earlier with some friends that are in town pop apologists oh, are fun. here Lauren and Chan um and so we're gonna go to dinner and then I was gonna I told the girls I'd watch it with them at home but I could probably invite you we'll see <laughs> <laughs> well um what would you say? Okay, well, I mean, I, I can. You can beep. ask me anything. I'm going to edit this if I can't, but can I say that? Ask me anything. Okay. So, from the teasers, it looks like this episode is the Harlem Nights party, right? Yes, Harlem Nights. So, and that, that was, well, I was there. I mean, yeah, Dre uh, has a long walk in. You'll see. It's, a, it's about a 0.45 seconds. I, I screen grabbed it, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> But it was such a beautiful party, and it really was so fun to see on the commercial, like that, like what it looked like on camera. Yeah, it was so cool because it was a cool party, but it, it was. looks even cooler on camera. It was cool, and just and it was so fun. Remember Shane and Ben and Jane were there. Yes, and, and like everyone dressed in the old time hours. It was so. Fun. You basically got to gamble like you're a high roller in Vegas, but for free. So that was, it was all so the fun because it, it felt real. Oh, I had a total ball. Yeah, I had a great time too. I love gambling and I love being there with my best friends and I love having Paul there and Ben there and you there. And it was like, and remember, who, who catered it? Um, somebody that did like a collab or something, I think. No, it was that, it was that it? restaurant in, um, up by the U. It was? Yes. I'm going to find out what it, what it was. Okay. And we'll maybe tweet about it or something. I don't know. Anyway, it but it was delicious. It was. it was Italian food. It's up by the U, literally on like 13th East across from campus. P- local people, you, you'll go find it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's it was so good. It was Italian? Because I thought yes. it was shellfish. Yeah, but I mean, there can be Italian shellfish. But there, it, there was... Everything. What is a shrimp in Italian? <laughs> in Spanish, it's gambia. What is it in French? I have no idea. What's... I mean, oh, niçois. 
is it? Or well, I'm thinking Niswa's of Niswa salad. Is, yeah, Niswa salad is for the area of France from Nice. Oh. Because it has, and it has uh, the tuna. And I hate and it how they leave the shrimp heads on in yeah. France. It's well, so gross. Because you're a rube, yeah. a redneck. I'm such an American. Anywho. Do you ever just suck the eyeballs out to no. like, entertain your guests? No, but I, do I. And I would never eat a slab of I tuna. I just said that from, to see if you'd fall for it and say it to look cool. <laughs> I would never eat a slab of tuna. Um, off from, a fish uh, off head, a fish Chris head. Cole, you weirdo. <laughs> hey, Chris. You know what? You know how we knew that you would eat flesh off of a fish head on a cliff? Because you kept eating your salmon after there was a hair on it. <laughs> and that won you over in my book. Like, what a cool guy. I know. The coolest guy on the block. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Also, if you think that he's stolen a candy and popped it in his mouth when you weren't looking, he hasn't. <laughs> and he will prove it to you. <laughs> we love you, Chris. We love you, Chris Cole, Reagan Outdoor. Billboard? Is it Reagan Outdoor? What is yeah, it? Yeah, Reagan Outdoor. Anyway. But if you want him as your rep, you got to go through us. It's a weird, That's right. we're it's the a weird network. Yeah, we're the yeah. gatekeepers. So if you need a great billboard guy, call us. Mm-hmm. Don't we'll call me. Text Dre. Yeah. Sorry. Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a big day, and I'm very, very excited. Yes. It's going to be fun. G-Wagon, here, G-Wagon, G-Wagon. All here we go. rolling up. Do you feel like... I feel nothing. It's so weird. Like, okay, well, I know because you're dead inside. Dead inside. But you're still the life of the party. So well, that's the irony. What were you going to ask but, me though? Um, like, does it feel weird to think like, here we are again? It feels like low grade anxiety, but also like right before a swim meet, you know, when uh-huh. your like, toes are on the edge of the pool and like, you're terrified. If someone said, oh, the race is canceled, you can go home. You would feel relief. But you'd also feel slight disappointment. Yeah. It's just very, very split. Like, I would rather be safe, probably, and not do any of it. But if I'm going to do it, like, my toes are curly. Like, yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah. But what it does to me is, like, I just want to start filming again. And I have to wait, like, you know, yeah. six months. Yeah. Because you think, oh, I'm not going to ever wear my hair like that ever again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. Or you're going to realize, wish that I, I really cannot walk in heels, you know, yeah. or something. Right, right. But you got your new Gucci slides, which are so cool. I, I think about them all the time. You guys, my lesbian chic aesthetic, my cool lesbian is look happening. is working. It really is. Move over, LP. It's going great now for me. there's something media. <laughs> Gucci slides. Yeah, no, she's killing it. She's wearing like a gorgeous, it looks like Theory, but it's Banana Republic, but we don't have to say that. This gorgeous silk blouse with her dark denim jeans and then her Vans. Yep. Because lesbians got places to go. You know what? I can't be wearing heels. Mm, she doesn't. Her foot's my ho- too wide. My hobbit feet don't allow it. <laughs> we love her club feet. Oh, my gosh. Well, and okay. I think 12 wide is coming back in fashion. I don't think it's that weird of a shoe size oh, anymore. Thanks, Heather. You're I really welcome. appreciate that. We call her... Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say that on this G-rated program. Oh, my goodness. Well... Anyway, any uh, last parting words before? Yeah, just watch the premiere tonight and watch. Take your take someone you want to challenge a little bit to bros. Take someone that you just want to laugh with. Go with your gay best friend. Go with your straight best friend. But put your money where your mouth is. And if you think that you are have a, you know what I mean. If you think you're an ally. Yeah. Then show it where it matters in the box office. Yeah. Like give the mainstream money. media <laughs> only responds to what. To money, yeah. you know, and yep. the box office should reflect. I hope that Bros hits box office numbers that are similar to Sleepless in Seattle or Notting Hill yeah. or 
you know, any of the great When Harry Met Sally romantic comedies of our generation because it is the romantic comedy of our generation and it speaks to so many things that need to be heard and represented and representation matters. It does indeed. So I th- I'm going to go see it again just so it has a huge opening weekend even though I saw it for free <laughs> because that's how much I believe in what it's doing. And um, and this is a week where I already have a premiere. I, I have my own premiere, but I'm willing. I want to go see the Bros premiere as well. Okay, bitches and bros. Bitches and bros, That's man. What we're doing this week? Season three. Yep. Well, you know, remember that the lab loves you, and life is short. By the, the lips. lips, and watch season three. I was about to say deuces, but that's twos. (laughs) Or twelves. What is it? Twelves? What? What's deuces? Twos, right? Yeah. But deuce is twelve. I don't know. Beep. We'll just erase that. Yeah, we're going to have to Google that. Okay. Um,